0: Uh, just a quick warning before today's episode um usually we don't do trigger warnings given the general nature of this podcast however today's episode Um, really delves into a topic that can be very triggering for those with eating disorders. Uh, So just proceed with caution if that is something that is harmful for you. Take care of yourself first and we understand if you don't want to listen or can't listen to this episode. We love you.
1: Welcome everyone to Spooky Time Tea, the podcast where we talk about ghosts, ghouls, murders, and mysteries, and everything in between, all while enjoying a cup of tea. Like a tea party, but spooky. I've said this intro three times in a row today because Because your brain is is
2: actually smarter than ours. <laughs> I'm on drugs. i can never remember that
1: this is the third episode we you recorded um in case me. you haven't heard the last two episodes here's what's going on in our lives chloe just got out of a major surgery it is a, chloe just got out of a major surgery and is on a lot of drugs right now we are currently at her grandparents house because her mother's house was busy so we had to move her brother silas is in town so he will be joining us today oh. and, and another guest and we have a kitten. Her name is Crew, and she's just chillin'. Her, I'm
0: sorry, no. Her and name Cedar. is Motley Crew Applesauce. Her name Mo- is Motley Crew Applesauce.
1: Mo- Applesauce. It is just, the
3: longest name ever. She's just chilling here in Cedar Rapids.
1: Just chillin' at Cedar Rapids. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we make a lot
1: of Vine quotes when Silas is around. So, we do that anyway, but like.
2: Almost- um. So before we get into my story, mine mm-hmm. is different from your guys's because yours was more of a National Forest, National Forest theory. conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theory, and then yeah. That Chloe's was more of an actual murder, murder mm-hmm. true crime thing. Mine's gonna
0: be ghostly this
1: time. You get a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. <laughs> you get a little bit of everything these last couple weeks.
0: Also, I'm doing Kitty's nails while we're doing this. Okay,
2: so before I get into my story, our uh, guest speaker has a ghost story of his own.
3: Oh, we're just kicking it off. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, just gonna kick it gonna, off with do. you. <laughs> okay.
2: So tell us about your experience.
3: Uh, Or yes.
2: experiences, if you
3: have more than one. I have several, but I'll just get into the one specific one. So, uh, I don't remember exactly when. I'm a to guess roughly like a month ago, I was house-sitting for my friend. And uh, I got home really late, and I went to open the door. And he lives in this super old house in uh, by Wash Park in Colorado, which is near Denver. Oh, close to, like, Denver. U-
2: like, how old would you say the house is?
3: Hundreds. Like, it is old old probably like old. 1800s yeah like really? it is house. Yeah. so old
0: oh, that's neat
3: and so i walk in floor creaks, it's usual i've been in the house before and it's just you know really nicely decorated it honestly looks like it looks like a carnival in there it's just like wild colors and creepy dolls and antiques because oh, i the fam- that. that's dolls. what oh, that's mm-hmm. what the love family that. loves to collect and I so i like walk that. in and uh, I turn the front light on just to like look around and see um, And I look to the staircase by the kitchen and I see a dark shadow moving up and I r- Sort of remained calm. I was kind of having like a panic attack in my head So I get my friend on the phone That's and I was usually
0: like, where panic attacks take place
3: Yeah, and from the head, but uh, I call my friend I get him on the phone and I was like, hey, so just wondering if anyone else is supposed to be house-sitting as well and he was like, no, what's happening? And I was like, I'll explain later. So hang up the phone. I grab the biggest knife I can and I walk up the stairs, but the lights weren't working upstairs. So I had to use my phone flashlight. So I'm like searching every corner of this house with my phone flashlight and a knife. And then it was, it was all clear. So I go back to the living room and call him. I was like, Hey, I just saw, I saw someone, but it's fine. I checked the whole house and there's no one here. He's like, okay. It took me a while to go to sleep that night. And then in the morning, with, like, no shadows. I saw the exact same thing go up the stairs again. And I immediately <laughs> called him and I was like, dude, your house is fucking haunted. You're like, like nope. There's, there's no way.
0: I'm gonna need a raise. Yeah. You're gonna,
3: <laughs> you're gonna need to bump this up real quick. That's <laughs> so, yeah. Creepy. Yep. I've had several ghost things there. His house is so haunted. He has, like, this crawl space that goes under his whole house. And it's the creepiest thing I've ever been. I think legit homeless people stay there sometimes. Unhouse. Huh? Unhoused. Unhoused, yeah, sorry. Rocking. Really? Yep.
2: That's... Yeah. I mean, that I don't think it's them living there would be creepy, but I think, like, if you were not aware of it...
3: Yep. It's like the, the lady that was in, what, the New York apartment that came from the attic down to the kitchen and the guy caught oh, her. Yeah,
0: the yeah. one we talked about when I talked about the Denver Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was ah, just going men- to mention
2: that one, yeah. Yep. So since we're on this topic of ghostly stuff, before I get into the m- meat and uh, tidbits of this whole story, does Meat
0: and tidbits? Yes. I
3: don't juices. like the, the you juices. You don't want me to say
2: the moisty, <laughs> juicy... No. Uh, uh, okay, no, okay.
3: Drop the juice and let's get it going.
2: <laughs> Instead of spill the tea, we're going to drop the juice. No, drop the juice.
3: spill the tea. Clean well, the dish, bitch. Even though we're not
2: drinking tea again this episode...
0: Uh, this has
2: been a great. However, however, guys, a very good friend of mine sent me a tea package, so we have tea Ooh. to try um,
1: when everything's back to normal. Teas- no, we're gonna record again. What's the back to normal. what's? I'm gonna break. What's the
3: equivalent of like a mukbang but drinking?
1: Uh, a party. <laughs> Wait, what?
3: <laughs> like you know mukbangs when they film themselves eat food and tell stories. What's the equivalent of like drinks though, and not food? A podcast.
0: Maybe. Maybe. maybe, maybe. I think it's just legit a party, a party. Oh. But well, they that a party. Yeah.
3: I don't
2: know. Huh. Is Does anyone else have a ghost story before we get into it? That's Let me think ball. about
3: it. That's a ghost right there. <laughs> she just ripped a fat ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I know I have several, but I can't oh.
2: remember which ones
1: <laughs> I've told on the podcasts and which on the podcast. I can tell you it? yes or no.
0: I won't remember.
1: Have I told? Have I ever told you this one's not really a ghost story per se. Demon
0: that like at you from under your
1: bed. That's the one I was about to say. So I
2: think you might have mentioned that one. I Maybe. don't know
1: if I've told it on the podcast, but like, okay. And I know this happened because I still, or my mom still has it, or someone still has it. Of when I was in the second grade, I we had like a little worksheet that was like, describe and draw one of the dreams that you've had that you remember. And this is the dream I drew. Congratulations for the nightmare you're about to have tonight. So it's not describing,
3: it's drawing.
1: It's drawing and describing. So it was like a little box you had to draw it in. And then like little lines below that you just described what was happening. Because we were in second grade and none of us were artists.
2: (laughs) But um, I can just imagine you having like freaking scribbled of like dark it was bad it things. was
1: bad so when i was in about the second grade maybe the first grade because it was had been a little while we had just moved into our new house and i woke up one night to the sounds of just maniacal laughter like i can't describe it other than just absolute pure maniacal laughter and I sat up in bed and in my dream I wasn't really scared like at first I wasn't scared I just sat up in bed and I looked around and I was like who's there and it kept laughing and I had a nightlight on like I had a little nightlight that was on my dresser on um, Nightlights are
0: the safest things in the world
1: in the world um, and so I, I said again I was like who's there and then over the laughter this really like evil sounding voice went like nobody and then it like kept on and the laughter doubled. And I swung my... And I thought it was coming from my closet. So my dumb bitch ass in my dream was about to like get up and go look for where it was coming from. And I swung my legs over the bed and I looked down and I had these like flat like storage boxes under my bed and they had been pushed out from under the bed. And so I was like, oh my God, it's under my bed. And I like got back in the bed and I threw the covers over my head. And when I woke up, I don't remember waking up. So like I when I woke up my eyes popped open and but it was dead silent and I was under my covers like flat on my back with the covers over my head and I was gripping them like I had a death grip on them and I sat up really slowly and I looked around and I went hello and there was nothing it was silent and I looked over the edge of my bed and the boxes weren't pushed out or anything I was like all right and so I went back to sleep (laughs) and then i know that happened because uh like a year later we had that that dream haunted me for a long time and like a year it later still haunts me. in second I, I know in like second grade we had one of those worksheets was like draw a dream that you remember and describe it and i drew that
0: did your teacher call your mom
1: uh she might have i don't remember
3: Oh, I've never had a recurring nightmare. So if I had to guess how many times, so it's recurring nightmare, the same, so it's how I die. Same way, but always different places. So I always go to bed, and of course, I don't wish for the recur. like it's happened probably, I've probably had this same dream like 15 times, like this nightmare. Um, and so it's like me always doing something. So like the one I think about the most often is like I'm in the wild west, and I'm just like riding a horse or whatever and then I'll black out and then I'll wake up and I'll be like, my neck's around a noose. And there's always this one guy, I can't like describe his face, but he's always the same person in all these dreams. And he's always the one like trying to kill me and capture me. And he's always in the crowd or in front of me. And then they're like, they give me a countdown. They say something like stupid line or whatever, or what I did to be punished this way. They like pull the lever and I drop, but instead of like just dropping normally, it's a tank full of sharks every time is a tank full of sharks i get dropped into wild yep and then i get as soon as i touch the water i wake up like i wake up from my dream and this has happened this happened like when i first moved schools when i went to like my my high school in like i remember the theater room and so in the theater room that's where i was and like the same guy captures me puts me in a van or whatever and it's always the same
0: same dude have you thought about getting a past life reading
3: Maybe, because maybe, I don't know, if I died from hanging and shark eating.
0: You never know. Yeah.
3: But it's happened so many times, and they're all different, like, areas.
2: Hmm. I've
1: never had a recurring dream. However, you know how they say that, like, you can't die in dreams? Yeah. Yeah. I can remember two dreams, like, in recent years that I have died in. Yeah. Not me. I wasn't me when I died, but I was in the perspective of another person, huh. and I was killed. Weird. Yeah. Have you had sleep paralysis
3: before? I did once.
1: I'm sorry. It's so funny because it's hysterical. I've had sleep paralysis one time. My dad used to have problems with it when he was younger. But um, I've had sleep paralysis one time. And I can't help but laugh because i was so i was supposed to go to work that day i was just taking a nap before work and so i was trying not to fall into a deep sleep because i was really tired and i knew if i did i would never wake up so i
3: that's dark i know i know i will never wake up from this because i'm so tired
1: yeah well i was i was trying to uh take just a really light nap and i ended up putting myself in in a sleep paralysis situation Uh But we have, so our boss, Matt, who I'm very close with, he's like a dad to me, um, he does this funny thing where he will, he will um, mock Yosemite Sam by uh, <laughs> skipping down the hallway and going, yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo, yoo! um, over and over again with the, like, finger guns and everything. Um, and my sleep paralysis demon <laughs> is our boss. <laughs> <laughs> I understand we make that joke. It there's work all the time.
0: No, but no. he knows
1: this. We make jokes about it all the time because the one time I had sleep paralysis, I didn't open my eyes because I knew it was going on, so I kept them closed. Uh-huh. But I could, in fact, hear about a dozen mats going Yahoo 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 very close to me. I like right outside my window, and I knew if I opened my eyes, I'd see some fucking shit that I didn't want to see, so I kept them closed. But yeah, that's my one experience.
0: Was- <laughs> That's actually really funny.
3: You You open your eyes and there's just like 30 of them and you're like
0: oh
1: my god well here's here's what i imagined it being like right so it goes from funny and lighthearted to i knew as soon as i'd open my eyes i was gonna see some like scary demon shit in the corner of my room so i was like imagine seeing some scary demon shit in the corner of your room as this happy-go-lucky is going on outside the window so it's like i'm not opening my eyes i'm gonna keep it funny and just keep my eyes closed (laughs) this entire time can't hurt you. Can't it's hurt sweet. me if I don't see it. Also, I would like oh to say God. that the that the cardboard cutouts at the bottom of the stairs that were staring at me last episode, I am much more uncomfortable with them being behind me
3: and not being able <laughs> to I see them. I'm feeling the same fucking way. The fact that I can't see it freaks me <laughs> the fuck out.
2: She's been constantly staring at me yeah. this entire time, yeah. so it's all—it's all good. This
3: is nightmare. So i for that because I can see it coming after me. the cardboard. I can see the cardboard they're coming
2: up the stairs right now. <laughs>
3: Imagine it looks—they
1: look like like you know those like um I forget what they're called, but they're like uh kind of like pixel games. But what's that one game? What's it called? It's like the mansion. There was like. There was like a whole bunch of floors that you had to get through, and it started out as like cute and fun at first, and you were like, "It's
3: Luigi's Mansion."
1: No, it wasn't Luigi's Mansion. It was like um, it was an indie game that you had to go through all the floors, and it was like cute and funny, and they were like, no, it wasn't Polybius. (laughs) There's (laughs) there's like pop out scares that you know.
2: Fear? Um, You mean jump scares? um, Oh god, I know. Wasn't fear? No, no, not not fear. Oh god, it's It's pixelated. It's kind of fear.
1: No, that's the really scary one. That's not oh, okay. that one. This one was a cute little indie game that was kind that was it wasn't really No, but it was a cute little indie game. It wasn't really pixelated, but it was animated in a way and it kind of is like Emily's something. Emily's House of I I will look it up and find it. But it, it the beginning of the game is the whole concept is that you're running through a mansion or a castle. And you have to run through all these. And each door you hit is another level. And they're really short. Like, they're not very long. And at first, it starts out as something really cute. So there's, like, there's these little cute little cardboard cutouts that pop out from the walls that are meant to scare you, you know? And yeah. it's really funny. But the further you get into the levels, the, more the, like, scarier it gets. So there's, like, eventually there's, like, shit chasing after you. And you can get, like, cut up and clawed up. And it's it's a good game i don't know where i was going with that but like the
2: cardboard cutout. But yeah the cardboard
1: oh cardboard. yeah that's what oh that's what it reminds me of it reminds me of um that game because things will like float after you and depending on how fast you can go because you have stamina like they'll come faster and faster and that's what she said and they <laughs> and it, i feel like that cardboard cutout's gonna come like floating up the stairs to just fuck me up dude <laughs> Yes, so, Kitty, what are we talking about today?
2: You guys have all heard, or I don't know if you guys have heard, this is actually the first time I've ever heard of this place in particular, but uh, my family lives in Washington State. Yeah. And this is actually not far from where my parents live. Oh, how lovely. So, um... Are you going to go visit it? I might. I don't know. I'm going there this summer, so that might be something on my list to go and check out, which actually would be really cool. Um, Did I say... We're going to be talking about a place in Olaya, Washington. So Oliah, Washington is a quiet community uh, located in Kitsap County near Gig Harbor. I've actually been by Gig Harbor, so I know exactly where they're like the area they're talking about. So it's a peaceful place, but uh, something really sinister happened there. Ooh. Um, and there's actually a book based or well book written about this particular thing that I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about today. I'm not going to read it. Uh, But this book is warranted. The name is called Starvation Heights. I don't like that.
3: I love that. That's a good. That's a good. Don't starve together. Another
1: good game. So I'm going to show you. I love that game.
2: I'm going to show you a picture. Okay. I'm going to try to show you guys a picture. This is where where this place is taken.
1: Ooh, it's beautiful. So pretty,
0: pretty. right? Gorgeous,
2: like peaceful. You wouldn't think anything like this would oh, okay. oh, right. have something. Hold I mean, on, really I, love the ca-
1: I love the caption to this picture. Is It looks like a serene and beautiful place. And it is. Now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> all right, so. Here's the postcard. Before anyone was brutally murdered, <laughs> by the way, would not drink the lake
2: water. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, actually, um, a lot of the places in the water over there, like they will actually tell you not to get into the water and or fish or get eat anything that's in the water because there's actually a lot of contaminated areas
3: over Same there. Same with Florida. But that's because Florida people are That's uh,
1: because it's Florida, yeah.
3: <laughs> so And they're on net. This story takes Not place. to
1: offend any Floridians
3: yeah, out there yeah. that I, are I, listening. I the, we <laughs> love you. I know several Floridians. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: this story that I'm about to talk about takes place in the early 1900s. So there is this woman named Linda Burfield Hazard. That is her name, Burfield Hazard. Yeah, Love Hazard. the last name that. is
3: Hazard, yeah. right? Yeah, she got Hazard as her last name. Um,
2: she created a health sanitarium called Wilderness Hype. Now, I'm going to go That's... a little bit about her first before we get into no, keep early. this whole yeah. shenanigans. So, Linda, Laura Hazard, and now I think she changed it from Laura to Burfield. Mm-hmm. Um, was born December eighteenth, 1867. Um, She had the name, or the nickname, The Starvation Doctor. Wow, hate that, but also love it. Mm -hmm. Love that for her. Love that for her. Mm -hmm. She was an American quack, fraud, swindler, and serial killer. I I love love that.
0: Quack. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Quack Swindler (laughs) is my new band name. (laughs) <laughs> and also maybe stage name. Does we'll that mean I mean I can't misdemeanor gaslighting.
3: Next up on the stage we've got Quack Swindler <laughs> performing her version of a murder.
1: I'm wearing I'm wearing a um a Dug plague costume. I'm wearing a plague doctor mask. Oh no
2: and oh. nothing else. <laughs> Whoa, oh. you're gonna be in the buff.
1: <laughs> anyway, Anyways. or the duck. Anyway. <laughs>
3: Uh <laughs> the mask and then just swindled up like a baby. <laughs> and then swaddles.
1: <laughs> <I swaddled. laughs> yeah, she was swindled. Uh, that
0: is and swaddled, and you disliked me fuck! <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, alright.
2: She was noted for her promotion of fasting as a treatment.
1: Oh. That's great. Alright. So no, kinda like all kinda all like time. bleeding. Like, you know? It's
2: like yeah. Um, Bloodletting.
1: Bloodletting.
2: So I'm going to do like a quick little thing and then I'm going to go into her background. Okay. Her career. Uh, She was imprisoned by the state of Washington for a number of deaths at the sanitarium. She operated there in the early 20th century. Her treatments were responsible for at least 15 deaths and um, she died, ironically, because of a fast. Oh my God. She died from her own treatment.
0: No one's shocked love no. that for her and uh she died in
2: 1938 so she was born Lind- said this was a ghost story oh it's going to be oh just no. hang on love
1: that for us yeah
2: i'm just getting into the really bad terrible story of what happened and then there's going to be ghost stuff related to gotcha. this whole thing. I'm, I'm sorry yes yeah okay
1: ghostbusters so she
2: was born linda laura burfield in carver minnesota yes,
0: linda <laughs>
2: one of uh, she was one of eight children of Susan Neal Wakefield, I guess. What might That's have That's why she was
0: in a fasting There were so many children. Yes. There wasn't yeah.
2: Many. And Montgomery Burfield. So she had no medical degree but was licensed to practice medicine in Washington State through a loophole that her gr- that grandfathered in some practitioners of alternative medicine without degrees.
1: What the fuck is that? <laughs> no sir, no ma'am. Not I hate today. that. Not today. Not
3: today. I love her idea was like, hey, we don't have enough money, so I'm just going to say it's healthy to fast. Yeah. So everyone's going to fast from now
2: on. So she wrote a book. According to her book, she The Science of Fasting, she studied under... Edward Hooker Dewey.
1: <laughs> we are the most immature group. That <laughs> was like when
3: I giggled last episode because
2: she said sixty nine. Like, like the year nineteen
1: sixty nine. So she studied under Good Edward year.
2: Hooker Dewey. Um, he was a actu- Guess his
3: job. He was a doctor. No, never mind that. No. He was a
2: doctor uh, and a champion of fasting. <laughs>
1: a
0: champion yeah. of fasting? Is like a
3: competition? Like, what kind <laughs> of <laughs> what yeah, kind face.
0: of award did he get for that? <laughs> Did he have a belt and did it fit?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Probably. How um, do you even compete in that? Is it like it's the reverse <laughs> of hot dog eating competitions? They're like, all right, you're just going to sit here. We're going to put food in front of you. You're just going to sit here. And once you eat, you give in. And last uh, person wins. So.
2: Death yeah, by, I, forfeit I by know. death. So, okay. So she. Forfeit by death. <laughs> the
3: last person alive wins.
2: Anyway, she won. So she created a sanitarium um, called Wilderness Heights. Uh, in um Olaya Ola- yeah. Ola- how did I say it? Olaya. Ola- 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 yeah. Thank you. Uh, I she, always thought it was
0: Olala. That's I what I
2: thought too, but it's the computer was saying it was pronounced the other way. So Olala mm-hmm. or Olaya, yeah, however you pronounce it. Any people from Washington Yeah, you natives,
1: if you can if you can like send in the correct I way natives, to say it, that'd be great. Need we need it
2: you it peeps to come and tell us you how say you it. say it. Yeah. Yes.
0: I'm just, um, just spell it how you say it. So taking them, my favorite in her,
2: <laughs> in the Wilderness Heights, uh, people or patients were fasted for days, weeks, or months on a diet of small amounts of tomato and asparagus juice and occasionally a small teaspoon of orange juice. What the fuck? Yep. While some patients Nutrition. survived and publicly sang her praises, dozens died under her care, which is no.
0: No shit. Sherlock.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she claimed that all died of undisclosed or uh, undiagnosed illnesses such as cancer or um, cirrhosis or is it cirrhosis of the liver? no cirrhosis of the liver Yeah, uh, cirrhosis of the liver her opponents claimed that all died of starvation I mean they were drinking flu- literally fluids that's it yeah. uh, local residents referred to the place as starvation heights hence why I called this episode starvation hype? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, she assured people that her method was um, basically. She <laughs> assured people that, that her didn't method, exist, Chloe, um, for <laughs> all <laughs> okay. illnesses, basically, this is going to cure a lot of illnesses because it's going to rid the body of toxins and that caused imbalances in the body. All right then. So during her medical career, she wrote three books about what she claimed to be the science behind fasting and that it could cure diseases. I doubt Incorrect. that. The
0: first
2: first book was written in 1908, and it was called Fasting for the Cure of Diseases, followed by Diet and Disease and Systematic Cleansing, which came out in 1917. And then a fifth revised and amplified edition of Fasting for the Cure of Disease was published in 1927 under the title Scientific Fasting, the Ancient and Modern Key to Health.
1: I love how they made it sound like it was a race for life, you know, because it's like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah like 5k for cancer is like <laughs> fasting <for laughs> the
3: world.
1: yeah it's like fast around
3: the world it's terrible though.
1: fasting for a cure <laughs> jesus that's it's, awful
0: it's, it's terrible it's like around the world in 80 days but like make it fasting yeah exactly fasting for 80 days and you
2: no, we're not on the planet anymore. <laughs> so sad. I love the for that. So, yeah. you know, and <laughs> it's kind of sad because I think like she probably was misled because this other doctor kind yeah,
1: of. Yeah, it sounds like she know, really like she was taught this and she really believed in it. Yeah, and <laughs> wasn't listening.
2: I don't think so. Um, so so and- she was
0: profiting off of it so she probably didn't give a shit probably not yeah she's she's but but she
2: died of her own she died (laughs) from her own stupidity about this though like she didn't she thought it was gonna work and it killed her so yeah she got what came to her honestly but i'm not saying that that's like a good thing but also she killed a whole bunch of people because of this, mm-hmm. so in 1912, she was convicted of manslaughter for the death of Claire Williamson, a wealthy British woman who weighed less than 50 pounds at the time of her Holy death. Shit. Um, at the trial, it was proven that Hazard would had forged Williamson's will and stolen most of her valuables, which is really sad. Uh, Williams' and sister, um, Dorothea, also took the treatment, and it and it is alleged that she only survived because a family member or family friend showed up in time to remove her from the compound. So she lucked out; like yeah, she was yeah. saved majorly. It is suggested that one of them managed to smuggle a telegram um, to alert the family. However, by the time of arrival, Claire had already died. Mm. And Dorothea was too weak to leave on her own, weighing less than 60 pounds. Jesus. She later testified against Hazard at the trial. Or at the trial. She was sentenced to 2 to 20 years in prison, which she served in the Washington State Penitentiary in um, Walla Walla. Never heard of Walla Walla, but cool.
0: Have you never heard of Walla Walla, Washington?
2: Mm. Mm Mm-mm. So she was... This is... Bull, but she was released on parole in December 26, 1915 after serving two years. And following, um, in the following year, Governor Ernest Lister gave her full pardon. So she and her husband, Samuel Chrisman Hazard, moved to New Zealand where she practiced as a dietitian and um, osteopath until 1920.
1: What a lovely uh, dietitian <laughs> um, to have. Jesus.
2: So in 19... 19- it, just continues. it
0: continues. It continues. Hold on, give me the mic. I have a marketing thing. Mm. The last dietitian you'll ever need. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn!
1: And that's a wrap, y'all. Thank you for listening to this episode. <laughs> um, this is our, our last episode of Sweetie Time Tea ever. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Uh, we're the kidding, last. kidding, this kidding. <laughs> <in the world. laughs> So
2: in, uh, ni- <laughs> oh my God. in 1917, a New Zealand newspaper from, I am going to butcher this, so I'm not going to say it's somewhere in New Zealand reported that she had held a practicing certificate from the medical board of the state of Washington because she used the title Washington no 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 this is no uh, no yeah but she used the title doctor um she was charged in ackland under the medical practitioners act for practicing medicine while not registered to do so was found guilty and fined five british pounds i believe Euro european uh, i'm no, sorry plus cost. you
1: just say five pounds
2: i want to say that looks like pounds but i could be wrong
1: no that's five pounds okay. or, or wait that might be euros. No, Five it has euros. to It has to be pounds because it's Australia. Pounds, yeah. <laughs> I'm dumb. Um, plus,
2: plus cost, um, which is approximately $600 in New Zealand today, I think. Plus cost for the U.S., which is $462.13, plus the cost in 2014. So, yeah cool yeah um, in 1920 she returned to um washington and opened a new sanitarium known publicly as the school of health mm-hmm. since her medical license had been revoked
0: last of you'll
2: ever need. <laughs> um, the last and, class you'll ever attend and it continued to
3: supervise no,
2: so this place continued to supervise fast uh until it burned to the ground in 1935 but it was never rebuilt it
3: fasted its own self to
2: death <laughs> it did <laughs> It did. uh and like i said she had died of starvation in 1938 while attempting a fasting cure of her own
1: just for just general like? illnesses i don't know yeah it sounds like it was just like general illnesses like if you had a cold don't <laughs> fast you're fine <laughs>
3: So she here, had chlamydia, and she was just trying to figure out. How to
2: fast so, it out. do you guys want to hear a diary entry? Yes. yes. Oh my God, um, these are the so best. Bad. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Earl Edward Erdman diary. Erdman, I think that's how you pronounce it. But on uh, March twenty. <laughs> so on March twenty eighth, nineteen ten, uh, Earl Edward Erdman, a city of Seattle civil engineer, died of starvation in the Seattle General Hospital. He had kept a diary, which detailed. Hazard's treatment during the preceding weeks that provides an insight into the treatment that she prescribed to her patients. So here's the following, his diary. So February 1st, he saw Dr. Hazard and began treatment on that date. No breakfast, mashed mashed soup dinner, and also mashed soup supper. Question. Yes. Question. I don't know what mashed soup is, but... Okay, because that's my question. Because soup is soup and mashed is mashed. Is it soup, says su- it could soup be it could be like the salad. chunky soup, but mashed up.
3: Maybe like tomato grayed. potato, tomato <laughs> potato. <laughs> what
2: I'm thinking maybe it's like the chunky soup, but they
3: pureed it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, that's thinking. What I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah, it's, is that not a chowder? It's probably tomato potato. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, chowder's chunky. Now is soup a salad or sandwich? Well, like if you, <laughs> and- <laughs> if you have
2: like clam chowder that has like February fifth through the seventh one orange breakfast so orange juice and then more soup for dinner and supper i don't know i guess he had two different Ooh. just
1: a teaspoon of orange juice yes that's fucking wild dude orange
0: breakfast and i just well, imagined that it was like
3: orange waffles orange toast orange juice <laughs> orange <They're eggs>. fasted, <laughs> but he's so writing
0: really, in his
2: diary but like juice. yeah orange drop of
3: asparagus yeah. Yeah. Green so and again
2: the next so february 9th through the 11th it continues so it's um orange juice for breakfast and then it goes to strained soup dinner, and then strained soup for supper. As they strained okay. out the mash! They had to. They, yeah. Uh, and then it continues on, so it's like breakfast, you know, orange for breakfast. Oh, and this one is like February 12th. Orange
0: for breakfast, orange for dinner, and orange for supper. So oh my god. So now it's only a teaspoon oh, of yes. this. So uh, dinner and supper are actually two separate things. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dinner is lunch. And then yeah.
2: February 13th, two orange juice for breakfast, no dinner, no supper. And then it gets worse. So February 14th, one cup of strained tomato broth at 6 p.m. That's it.
0: Can you imagine how hangry like, oh the God. fights that just ensued? But they all too weak to fight each other. I f-
2: I understand this because I had to go on a liquid diet for two months um, when I had my gastric bypass, and it was awful. It was awful because that's all I'm, is. like, that was all I was drinking. But it it just gets worse. Like, this is so sad. So, like, February 15th, it's a cup of hot strained tomato soup. For night and morning, and then hot strained soup for the morning, and then PM, and that's it.
0: But then it says the slept better
2: family. last night. The, the Turpin family. Hmm. And oh. then it says head quite dizzy, eyes yellow streaked and red. Ooh. February seventeenth ate three oranges, like orange, you know, juices or mm-hmm. whatever. But the problem he, must have been an amazing day. They, they didn't actually along. eat any like solids. So yeah, then three teaspoons. Yeah, three teaspoons of orange yeah, juice. Know, of orange
3: juice like, yeah. The one tomato thing. Mm-hmm. That must have been like, I'm gorged, I'm full.
2: <laughs> February 19th, called on doctor um, at his house. He slept well on Saturday night. February 20th, eight strained juice of two small oranges at 10 a.m., dizzy all day, Eight strained juice of two small oranges at 5 p.m. So that time he had a full orange, but mm-hmm. they strained it. Yeah, they juiced it. Um, They juiced it. And then ate one cup, settled, strained orange. Tomato broth. Backache today, just below the ribs. So now his body's starting to break down. Yeah. Then he ate juice and of two small oranges in the morning. The next day, backache today, right side, just below the ribs, and then it's just getting worse. So the 23rd. Oh, it's that's kind of sad. Okay. So the 23rd slept but little last night. Ate two small oranges at 9 er, 9 a.m. Went after milk. Felt very bad. Ate two small oranges at 6 p.m. And then February 24th, slept better Wednesday night. Kind of frontal headache in the a.m. Ate two small oranges at 10 a.m. Ate one and a half cups of hot tomato soup at 6 p.m. Heart hit up at 95 a minute.
1: Oh, my sweat God. sweat was
2: considerable. February 25th, slept pretty well today, or pretty well on Thursday night. Ate one and a half cups of tomato broth at 11 a.m. Ate one and a half cups of tomato broth 6 p.m. Pain right below the ribs and then february 26 did not sleep so well friday night pain in the right side just below the ribs in the back pain quite or the pain quit in uh quit at nighttime i guess and then ate one and a half cups of tomato broth in the morning ate two and a half pumps of small oranges and then felt better in the afternoon than the last week and then the diet continued more until he was hospitalized on the 28th of march
1: that is so crazy and then
2: he died that afternoon when he was hospitalized
1: (laughs) oh that's Um, awful that's crazy
3: and it's I guess not that different. fasting thing reminds me of the Turpin family. Have you have you heard that story? Mm-mm. So this family, oh, you heard of the Turpin family? Yeah, I mean,
0: I probably. I've
3: done a report on it, but the Turpin family—it's uh, this mom and dad had eight kids, and they would like chain them up in the basement. They would rarely get food, <gasps> oh, yeah. and then that kid escaped. But like the neighbors would see him marching from room to room for like hours at a mm-hmm. time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But You're they were right all it. like, and super... then one of the kids got freed and went to the neighbors and they're like, "Help me!" Yeah.
3: This isn't normal. Yeah. And then they moved from house to house and, like, just fucked up the houses because they were so unsanitary. They didn't too. know
0: how old certain kids were because of how malnourished yeah. they were.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: That's, like, so many deaths, like, these victims. And it's so sad. Oh, my God. Some of these are really sad. So, uh, 1908. Let's see. There were one, two. Three deaths in 1908 from her um, thing, I guess. And one of them, like uh, Daisy Maud Hoglin, Um she the official cause of death was stomach cancer. Her inability to eat would have caused her to starve to death without Hazard's assistance, and that's what it says. In 1909, uh, three more people died, um, and then one of the victims, Eugene Stanley Wa- Wakelin, died from a bullet in the head on Hazard's property whether she was responsible for shooting um, Hmm. for the shooting remains unknown though it is speculated to be the case probably because they were trying to escape maybe? Probably. That's the that's what I'm saying maybe this person tried to escape the sanitarium and
3: then she was like not today because she's like you know too much Mm. maybe people can't be hearing what's happening and then in
2: yeah and in 1910 Three more people died. And then 1911, five more people died. 1912, four people died. Um, And then in 1938, she died herself.
0: So what's the total count on deaths?
2: 15. Now, we're going to go into quite a bit of stuff so i found an article this is from weirdus.com It this is titled the hungry ghost of starvation heights oh so yeah we're going we're going into the ghostly ghost. really hell star- yeah <laughs> oh also here's a fact so the place where she turned into wilderness heights sanitarium it was actually her cottage that she turned into the sanitarium. oh Um, She rented the attic to patients who came to her to
3: experience her cure that she like put out flyers like hey got this new diet you guys should try
2: but I, I guess like a it's lot of patients keto. who would eat like her diet her approved diet uh-huh. would eat it for over 40 days oh, my oh, God. God. they would um, also endure long walks enemas and vigorous uh, massages were also required
0: for one to couple you lost times a day enemas. <laughs>
3: you got me back do you understand massage.
2: because that's
0: like yeah
2: <laughs>
3: you lost me then pick me back up
2: (laughs) I am so sorry but um so she held power over them obviously because that was hurt stuff right so local farmers in the area would watch as the patients took daily walks from the cottage to the store and back these walks soon became daily crawls because the patients were so weak that they and they grew thinner and thinner like they could barely hold themselves up Mm
3: -hmm. just bones just bones pretty much
2: yeah um and then she just acted, you know, as the attending physician for her patients and doing all this stuff. She personally performed autopsies on those that who died laying um, their bodies on an ironing board she placed over the <sighs> bathtub in the cottage. Oh, my God.
3: Can yeah. you imagine this? Whole, her, like, like mispronouncing someone as dead, too? I know. And then she's just like... <laughs> Oh, she was
2: a so terrible sorry. person. She seldom filed the death certificates with the authorities and had special arrangements with discrete funeral homes in Seattle for burials. <laughs> So, basically, so
1: she's, basically, she knew what she was doing was wrong, but mm, she continued
2: doing it anyway. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And it made
1: her
3: yep. t- huh. I wonder what else has happened in our history that someone thought they were doing wrong, but oh. also just continued well, doing it.
2: Yeah. Dude, this is another fact. Few knew that her husband had been cashiered out of the United States Army for forgery and embezzlement.
3: Ooh, If you booked up. Yikes. Yeah. Um, uh, who doesn't love a little embezzling? You know?
0: from time to time. For legal
3: reasons, that's a joke. Or not. Take it as you will. Try to catch me. But it
0: sounded like a lot of these
2: people, like some like famous... I'm gonna knock
3: at the door. (laughs) not famous, but like
2: there was a lot of rich people who would come to seek her treatment Mm -hmm. and stuff, and it sounds like she would go and take things, like she did from the wealthy um, women who came in there, you know, from New Zealand.
3: So she'd rob Um, them.
2: Or not in New Zealand, but um, from Britain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so like she would rob him basically.
3: And just sell? It. Would she sell it, or would she just keep Who knows? it? I
2: don't know. She it doesn't really say it. For Who knows? Maybe wonder, trophies, because you know serial killers like to keep trophies. So there's I, a very, this possibility.
1: I wonder that she might if she it. just
3: because you know she Is that we she tried wasn't to a nipple belt? she had t- <laughs> What? Uh, and
1: and g- nipple belt. Oh god! <laughs> like, oh god! Yeah, I forgot was about a that. It wasn't belt. Yeah, it, was a belt. Yeah, it was a belt. Yeah, it was the lips that were the. The
3: blind things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, I'm wondering All if right. she just sold that stuff that she took. Because then, then she would have more money yeah, for food for herself. It. So here's and where ghosts more money kind of to spend probably. it on. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah I ghost. want to hear the ghost story. Ghost
1: Spooky story,
3: ghost story. time with All ghosts.
2: Right. So Starvation Heights author Greg Olson researched the full story of Linda Hazard and her sanitarium. Uh, in 1990s he took um weird washington author jeff davis on a visit to its former location and at that time a family with two children lived in the house oh. which had not Oof. changed very much from the time when hazard and her husband lived there oh my god that's Does, <laughs> wait
3: hold on they had kids that's haunting
2: no 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 this is a family that lived there after uh, okay okay Did they, were the they family. aware of what happened in the house I don't know Uh i think yeah, I um, um, now
0: that I mean you have to disclose so it the, the
2: family experienced some ghostly phenomena over the years on one occasion the woman who lived in the house was in the kitchen cooking dinner she was facing the stove which was against one wall and the bathroom door was behind her She moved back and forth between the counter on her left and the stove uh, for several minutes. When she turned around, she saw that every chair in the kitchen and a few from the room next door had been piled up against the bathroom door.
3: Fuck that. No. That is, that's no.
2: (laughs) So the woman had been alone in the house at the time when this happened, and it's doubtful that someone else would have taken the time to sneak in and silently pile all the chairs against the wall, or against the door. No, thank you. Um... So Greg Olson was skeptical at first, but suggested that if there were any ghosts, the owners might want to close off the bathroom where people once experienced enemas and hard massages, Uh or if they had died, were autopsied um, by hazard, or if they were autopsied in there. Some people say the bathtub in the bathroom is the original area where that had Uh taken place. So, uh, in the attic were several low ledges where the family stored small items. A psychic once said she saw the spirits of many of, the ha- of Hazard's victims sitting on the ledges, too afraid to move even in death. The psychic burst into tears several times over the anguish she felt Ugh. saturated the walls of the little house. Oh, no. no, That's
3: so oh. awful. Oh, my God.
2: That's so sad. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, Washington State Paranormal Investigations and Research visited Starvation Heights three times during 2005 and 2006. And Weird Washington spoke to their president, Darren Thompson, about some of their experiences there. The first time that they arrived, they divided into three teams, um, which each of the teams had a psychic with them. Yep. So to keep the destination a secret, they blindfolded the psychics and put them in separate cars. So they didn't tell the psychic anything. Hmm. They're like, we're not telling you where we're going.
3: You just got to figure it out.
2: You're going to be blindfolded until we get
0: there. But that's how you know it's legit. Yes, exactly.
2: During the drive, (laughs) the technician sat next to the psychics and recorded every action and statement made with the video camera. Along the way, two psychics felt that they were going to a large institution having something to do with medicine. When they arrived at the cottage, the teams removed the blindfolds from the psychics and kept them from communicating with each other. Each psychic was allowed to go through the house alone.
3: Fuck that. I would I not go would alone. I do not
0: want to go through the house
3: alone. I need everyone with me. I wouldn't want to go
0: through I the need, house people. I need
3: a SWAT <laughs> team to go with me through the so house.
2: So the um,
0: ghost investigators,
2: uh, Jill and Darren, went inside with a psychic named Marilyn. Marilyn walked up the stairs. She saw a book. Did she have a friend named up. Kennedy? Uh, Upon reading the title, she said, oh no, and threw it down. It was a copy of Fasting for the Cure of Disease. So, Marilyn was disappointed because the knowledge tainted her impressions. Darren asked the owners about the book, and they admitted they owned a copy, but had hidden it away so that no one would see it. They did not know how it had gotten there. The investigators also got some evidence on video and audio tape. So one team recorded a video that starts inside their car and then pans outside where the microphone recorded a muffled statement made by a team member. The video then pans back inside the car where one, uh, one can hear a strange breathy voice saying, help me. Nope. The voice could only have come from inside the car and was not made by team members either inside or outside of the car.
0: Big nope. Don't like it. Big Help nope. me.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what they heard. they breathy. I help me. don't help me. like it. Um,
3: I don't like <laughs> it. I don't like, like
2: it. it. So, another team uh, recorded pictures and audios outside of the house while walking towards a ravine where Hazard may have hidden some of the victims' bodies. Their audio recorder taped a voice that said, Are you talking about me now? The team members did not hear the voice at the time and continued their conversation. Another voice seemed to have said, Take us up, dig us up. Oh, oh no. Do you I have do. to oh.
0: dig up that property now?
3: i hate that i I, I bet
2: that. i would put money on it so that there, there are, are bodies, bodies there yeah. yeah absolutely
3: um, i hate that and i'm also super paranoid because i hear it clicking behind us somewhere i around.
0: hear that too no, no is thank is you he... is it no it's just kidding it's the bridge oh
3: wait everyone quiet
0: uh so
2: during a second investigation they learned that the cottage would be torn down okay so they did tear it down uh, once the owners put a new house up on a different part of the property, uh, they quickly organized a third investigation during which several members spent the night. Yeah.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> one man tried relaxing in Hazard's former room, the room in which she had died. The man never had any psychic experiences before, but he felt like something spiritual was in touch with him. He went into a trance and answered simple questions and rumbles of yes or no from deep in his chest.
3: Oof.
2: It seemed he was in communication with Linda him herself. Oh, no. I don't want to talk. To who was still We're like a, her yeah. her spirit was We're- still attached to the house. Um she refuses to leave the house and refused to let anyone demolish it. Her spirit was wrong. However, the family moved and the cottage was pulled down. Was this the last communication, the result of the overactive imaginations, or a final attempt to interact with the other side? Uh, yes. You think so? All of the
0: above. All of the above. <laughs> above.
2: Uh, there are more legends surrounding Starvation choose... Heights. So, some of these legends um, surrounding Starvation Heights have been debunked uh-huh. easily. Mm hmm. As most legends yeah. can be. Yeah. But according to one, for every person that Linda Hazard killed, she planted a tree. Some distance away from the cabin there is a stand of nearly 100 large trees, which people oh, believe Christ. represent her victims. Represented her victims. So they think that there are more victims than
0: what mm-hmm. were she was originally I accused I would not
1: of. doubt it. No. I wouldn't oh, doubt it. it. No.
0: Especially the yeah. ones that didn't do it, like the ones that bought her book, like, across the country, mm-hmm. and just did it on their own accord without yeah. her there.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah.
2: Other people believe <laughs> that... Other people believe Hazard killed several patients during the 1920s when she ran her larger sanitarium, because remember, there was another one. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: wouldn't doubt it. Like, I don't know why people doubt that, because it's... Nope. Kinda... And um,
2: all that is left of this sanitarium is a concrete foundation and a rusting trash incinerator. It is rumored that she burned the bodies in the incinerator, but given the close watch of authorities kept on her and her patients that is not likely so, yeah. so even though that the cottage it's is now wild. gone <laughs> spirits have been known to like still kind of uh, roam the area She's and clean. people can actually go oh. um, people have actually shared their experiences here mm-hmm. um, on this form that I actually found on, Ooh, um, I love
1: this uh, mm-hmm,
2: WashingtonHauntedHouses.com mm-hmm. not surprising um, this area has was featured on Ghost Hunters. Oh, of course it
1: was. I had to, mm-hmm. I might have seen the episode. Is that it a not. recent episode or is it a little um, older?
2: Probably not. It's probably older because this is like an older. Because I used to watch Ghost Hunters all the time before
1: that they you know came out as frauds. So so even though
2: the the foundation in the incinerator there, but people still say that they experience stuff, right? So there's someone here. Mm-hmm. This person said, I'm going to quote this person. I don't know who they are because they didn't leave their name. But this is just someone um, leaving a review on this form. So they said, at this point, I can tell you all that I live next door to Starvation Heights for almost a year now. I heard about the tragic story years ago and even driven out here to get get a peek at the old house. But never imagined someday I would be living 100 feet away from where it all took place. Wow. Obviously, you, you want to know if anything odd or paranormal has occurred while I've been here, right? Not exactly. Personally, I have had several paranormal experiences in three separate states across the U.S. through my lifetime. Several in Kitsap County. There are, and I am going to investigate this just because my sister keeps telling me to investigate certain things, but mm-hmm. there are different things like apparitions, poltergeists, disembodied voices, you name it. Mm-hmm. I don't like the word disembodied. Oh, you're wiping your face. Um but let's see shortly after this person moved there they downloaded two different ghost finder apps on their phone one was an EVP and the other one says random words more like a spirit box which allows
0: can, us communication can I just say I don't trust ghost apps on phones I think you need the actual equipment I same saying- agreed
2: um a few minutes into their session the meter was going off rather intensely always pointing in the direction of my neighbor's property i asked a series of questions with the final one specifically asking if these were the spirits from next door i refrained from using the term starvation heights because it seemed disrespectful as it was not called that until years later after so many innocent people had suffered to indict horribly and painfully uh which none had knowingly signed up for or, well, some of them did, but they didn't think they were going to die.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, anyways, this is what the voice said. Mind you, I did not give an in- give any information, no location, no references to where they went. Um, it typed the words, feed them. And then it gave me a name, a few names for which I still have to look up to see if any of the names were victims. But the thing, the app typed out, feed them when they asked them questions. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> oh, that gave me
0: goosebumps i (laughs) hate that
2: person said they live over in that town and they said really close to where starvation heights was located they said every night while in their home alone they hear sounds like screams and scratching on the outside walls of the house footsteps around the outside of the house and seeing figures walking around in the yard or on the sides of the road while driving at
0: night
1: um no <laughs> mm, incorrect. I we're hate that. Pass on that one. Yeah, we're gonna hard pass. Thank you. A left Reminds me of the Skinwalker stories.
0: Nope. Make it stop. Yeah, Mm-mm. it does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it stop. Let me tell That's
1: you. That's what the disembodied voices. I is do. And stuff. Ooh, I have. A, I do have a couple of other ghost stories mm-hmm. from the farm.
2: Ooh! so yes. this is
1: good timing because our our family farm that has been in our family for almost 100 years was sold just last week or the week before that a couple weeks ago really um yeah it's upsetting i'm not happy about it but i don't get a say
3: in it. Got it anyway
1: our family our family farm that's been in our family for nearly 100 years was sold a couple weeks ago um and i have lots and lots and lots of good memories from there but i also have some very spooky ones mm, yes. and some spooky stories from my dad who used to go down there and stay for like days at a time just cuz it's a good place to get away um one of the ones that stood out in my mind when we were talking about all this because it reminded me of it um he claims that one night this was years and years ago our old family dog was still alive uh he was staying down there by himself and um There are no fire alarms or anything. That house was built in 1936. So there's not any fire alarms or anything.
0: Um, Back when safety was an option. Unless there is. I don't remember. Safety
1: was optional. Safety was optional
0: in the 30s. Yeah. But he
1: woke up in the middle of the night one night, and he had... I can't remember all the details of the story. What I remember is that he said that he woke up to the smell of smoke and the dog barking. Oh,
0: nope. And he
1: got up in a panic, of course, because he was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, something caught on fire, but he didn't know what could have caught on fire, except maybe the electrical, because the electrical is shoddy at best. And spotty at best, I should say. My grandfather was a very good um, construction worker. But, um and electrician but he uh weird flex
3: but okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) he uh, well my grandfather built the house my great-grandfather built the house Mm so um but anyway he shot up out of bed and he ran into the kitchen and there was smoke he said there was smoke up to the ceiling and he could see it because it was like there was nothing but moonlight and the light from outside that like there's a big overhead light above the back porch that was like would filter light in and he could see the smoke, like, in the light, just, like, hovering above the whole house. And he could smell it. And he looked around forever, could not find where that smoke was coming from. And the dog was still barking, and there was smoke everywhere, and he could not figure out. So, he opened all the doors and windows to air out the house, continued looking for the fire, never found the fire. The smoke went away, the dog stopped barking. He could he never found what created that smoke. There, That house is caught on fire two times. In the past. That's scary. The major big one happened when my great-grandmother... I can't remember if my great-grandfather was still alive. But my great-grandmother was living there. And it was a grease fire that happened on the stove. And it burned, like, half the kitchen down. Oh,
0: Jesus. And
1: there's still... on There was... Um, I can't remember what kind of wood it was. But there's uh, wood around the door frames of all the doors. And the wood is bubbled from that fire. Um, so they had to replace the cabinets. Wood Bubbles? It depends on what it's made on what kind I mean, of wood it, it, it can, is. yeah. Cuz this wood was not like wood that uh, I can't remember what kind of wood it was. It was finished. They like had sanded it and like stained it and finished it. Mm-hmm. But whenever the fire happened, it made like the sap from inside the wood come up and it bubbled and but the the protective layer of the finish mm-hmm. kept it from like oozing out.
0: I'm intrigued. So, it was
1: all the wood that's there. And you know, because there's wood around all the door frames, mm-hmm. but inside the living room. So, the way the farm was set up, the house, it was the back door led into the kitchen. And then there was a door that led into the dining room. And then the dining room led into the living room where the front door was that we mm-hmm. never used. Um, the wood around the French doors that opened up into the living room was not bubbled. Because it had been untouched by the fire. But the, I hate to break it to you. Uh-huh.
0: That house was a
1: portal from hell. <laughs> no, 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 it's it's not. It, uh, good energy all the way. It okay. was very good energy. It's like the okay.
3: Nether portal from Minecraft. That's yeah, there house. you
1: go. That's that's that house. But that was, so there have been two. I believe that was two fires. That was the really big one. Is what it made all the wood bubble up, and they did have to replace the cabinets and stuff that were in there. Um, and you could hear footsteps walking around at night because it was a portal built, from hell. It was built on wooden beam because that's what they did in the in the 30s mm. and 40s and 50s and 60s up until concrete a foundation was created. But um, you could hear footsteps walking around at night. Never felt weird. The only time I ever felt weird there was when I was in the house by myself. But that's only because it's dead quiet out there. And you can hear everything. Everything. My dad has talked about footsteps. He's talked about um, weird dreams that he's had while he's there that he wouldn't normally have. Um, There's been, like, you can't really... Talk about things that go on outside because there's so much wildlife that yeah. it could be anything. We've there was boars out there at one point that were tearing up the fields. Why is that it's a nightmare. On your watch? But anyway, nope. yeah. So that's that's that story from the farm because that's the one that stood out most uh, in it's very in my brain. It's very yeah, it is I very creepy.
2: creepy. One other thing, I have a picture to show you guys. Nope. Actually, I have two pictures. Thank to show
1: you, you guys. thank you for that commentary.
2: <laughs> However, I did find out one of the reasons why for killing. Killing her patients mm-hmm. was out of greed. She had wills written up that a lot of them were fake, mm-hmm. that gave her full possession of her deceased patients' money and valuables, that makes causing sense. her to gain fortune by that their makes death. Sense. Yeah, yes, that but yes, sense. I actually have pictures for you guys. She was very
3: patient. In the so, way do you want to see her.
2: the okay, the original cottage time. that was the first. Sanitarium? Yeah, I yeah. wanna see it. <laughs> Before it was torn.
3: Yikes. Ooh. Yeah, that seems yeah. right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing good happened there. And then you remember that she came back and made another place? After Another
3: one. Another, another
2: one. one. DJ Cal. This is the other Fuck place that, that she opened up after she
3: <laughs> That looks exactly like my friend's house. I can't. Oh my you god, god that no, looks stop. Exactly like it. Yeah, ah, that's haunting. Yeah, I kid you not. It has the same, like literally, it looks exactly the same. Creepy, and it's colored like. yellow I actually and blue.
2: lived in a house that looks very similar to this as well. I hate that you've uh, gotten to live
1: our- in a house like that because it's beautiful.
2: Um, we- the house not- that I lived in in South Carolina, there was something going on. There was, um, I-, I hate the term because slaves were like that's awful, but there were actual slave quarters mm-hmm. where oh, that's awful and disgusting um, yeah. in the back in the back part of the house because mm-hmm. this was a huge backyard. Um you could actually see the co- we found uh remains of where they had the ho- uh, like ah uh, that's the house in pieces yeah. of where they would live and like that was like where they would cook and do all that stuff. <laughs> but anyways, that is my story of starvation heights. I that's... hated
1: it in the best way possible. Perfect. <laughs> Alright so guys best.
2: do we have any closing thoughts about uh this place or... It was terrible. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah, it like, <laughs> it's, like, Ew. when I read the story about this and, like, one of my sister, she came up, to, she told me about this. Like, she was like, it sounds pretty, like the whole area sounds yeah. pretty, but it's got a really dark past, and like it's something Those that a lot are the of them. Best places, though. Yeah, and it's like a lot of people talk about this place. Disagree.
1: I mean, I mean, I mean, like they're the creepiest, right? They look, yeah. yeah they look beautiful, but then you get it's fine. But then you get into it, and you're like,
2: holy shit!
1: It's dark like really ugly. Absolutely,
2: and it's so sad though, because like this, like I, when my sister was telling me about it, she didn't really explain what would like all she just said was starvation heights. And I was like, what? I'm like, okay, well, this is starvation. And um, she was like, yeah, they basically starved the patients to death. And I was just like, what, what? And then so I did my research and I was just like, oh, It's like, have you guys seen terrible. The Visit?
3: The whole- yes, oh my God, yes. Shut up. You hate it? Uh,
2: it's a dumb movie. I
1: I expected so much from it and got I did so
2: too. little. I did too. <laughs> but yes, I know that movie
0: i, I did not sick. watch it oh,
3: fuck me up, dude.
0: but i think overall um your body really recuperates from sickness when you are well fed mm-hmm. um so just take care of yourself like I if see- you don't have access to like healthy and nutritious foods just remember that like having something is better than nothing always exactly. like
2: i can tell you from experience like having to do it for two weeks in a liquid diet like it was agonizing because like
0: I can't. The human body's not meant for starvation. It's it not really meant for liquid not. diets. It's. Unless you're doing it for a medical reason mm-hmm. that a qualified doctor. Yeah, exactly. Mine was supervised. Is, yeah, so yours was yeah. supervised. just is for a medical reason. Mm-hmm.
3: Like, it's just. Spooky. You
0: have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because, like.
3: There's some horrible people in this world. <laughs> like really awful
0: but the fact that
2: she was stealing these people's like money wealth. and wealth and like items and stuff like that's terrible like why yeah. would she you know because sort of
0: people like.
2: suck well thank
1: you for joining us at our spooky time tea party the party where we talk about ghost ghouls murders and mysteries all while enjoying a cup of tea like a tea party but spooky. Sure.
2: spooky
1: spooky don't forget to spread the spook by sharing with your friends family or anyone else you think might enjoy it and if you have anything to say to us or would like to reach out share stories do whatever you can or just uh, say hi or just say hi yeah we
0: love
1: we love talking to you guys we really <laughs> love talking to you guys um you can reach out on uh, to us on any of our social medias. It's just at Spooky Time Tea, I believe, on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all those. And our uh, email is t at gmail.com. And remember, everyone, uh, always ask for your doctor's qualifications. For God's sakes, wear a mask. And please stop parking on train tracks. We love you all and sweet dreams.
0: Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams.